You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com. No. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Super Arrogant Bros, recorded on September 27th, 2020. I am Dirk. Sitting next to me is my good old buddy, Steph. How you doing? Mind is racked right now. Mind is racing. So... Dude, we'll, mine too. We will go into why exactly our mind is racing. In fact, it might even be our topic of the week. Spoiler alert! Yeah, g- holy shit, guys! We have a we have a banger of an episode to go through here. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm excited actually. I'm excited so, for this one. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the news. I'm excited for my games of the week. I'm excited for the topic. I'm excited for uh, hot takes to sell like hot cakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into the games of the week. Games of the week. So, Stev, how's that Final Fantasy fourteen treating you? Really good. Oh my god. So, those of you that have been uh, basically on that that have been watching the last two, I mean, listening to the last two podcasts, you'd understand that I have really, really, really been into a certain game that is called Final Fantasy fourteen online, a Realm Reborn, as well as like all the other DLCs. Or sorry, not DLCs, expansions. In fact, we did a previous episode talking about whether or not it is to, it is a well worth it to get into Final Fantasy fourteen at this point. Oh yeah, it is. But uh, so I finally got to a point where I can definitively say, like, yes, this is a game that you should be playing. I've gotten to level fifty on two different accounts. I've been having a complete blast on it, and I'm honestly looking forward to even more content when it comes down to this i feel like i'm rediscovering world of warcraft for the first second third time whichever one this might actually be the one where it's like yeah cool shadowlands is out but at the same time i could also go and level my red mage right now and i'll go and have a good time right right so right now i'm torn between either stopping to uh stopping to play world of warcraft shadowlands when the pre-patch comes out which is coming out on the 29th of this month if rumors are or rather the release date is actually to be believed right now or just keep playing final fantasy actually it'll be out by the time this episode is uh, available mm-hmm. so it's god i don't know what it is it's the aesthetics it's the fact that it's it, it's graphically it's beautiful story-wise it's intriguing it's just, it's it's nice for once. Like, I said the same thing about Vindictus. The music drew me in hardcore. The combat system is really fun to get into. The characters, I mean, it's, it's just fun. It's nice to get into for once instead of me just kind of sitting there and, like, just existing i guess it's a good change of pace it's a good change of scenery from world of warcraft if you've played world of warcraft before and you want to get into another mmo final fantasy would probably be your best bet now i'm not saying cancel your subscription right then and there but i would say get the free trial try it out as long as you can and then if you like it hey you like it and it's a it's a very good experience for you if you don't like it well i mean hey it's a free trial I mean, what else are you going to do? Right. It's it's interesting. I will say, the Tolkien fan in me still prefers World of Warcraft, but I still understand why the game is as popular as it is right now. And, it, and it's still growing, I think. It is still growing. The community is getting even bigger than before. But the other stuff that you're going to have to realize here is that the creators, the writers for this game, they understand what the fans want. They want good story-driven shit. It's a Final Fantasy game. You'll expect the story to be pretty good, but what sets it apart from other Final Fantasy games, in my opinion, is that it goes away from like the futuristic kind of steampunk sci-fi stuff that everyone's used to. So I'm talking about the games that have Cloud Strife, uh the the one with the motorcycle, I don't remember that one, the one with the car, uh lightning. So it's a bit more like high fantasy. It's more high fantasy and it's think of it like you're like 
a fantasy anime, but it still has it still has that sort of kind of fantasy uh, like kind of western fantasy in, in in all kind of regards at this point because you have Limsa Limsa oh, I'm not jumping I'm Limsa let's just call it that pirates very Renaissance kind of aesthetic going on going on for it then you have not Persia and then you have the not kilts like the not Celtic people and it's like each one of these regions has their own specific storyline which is really cool to get into you actually have your own little hometown they introduce these characters and you begin to grow on them and then just like Game of Thrones just tears your fucking heart straight apart dazzles on some sprinkles and says happy birthday you gained a level (laughs) (laughs) like cool am I gonna be able to level up these emotions nah we're gonna keep stabbing them until you keep crying (laughs) your tears fuel (laughs) fuel this game more than your money does your tears have leveled up yeah, and it's just each one of these characters—they're—they're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're intriguing. They're interactive. It's just—it's really nice to really get into a story for once. And I actually feel like that this game has something for everyone. It has a little bit of comedy. Has a little bit of tragedy. Has literally—if you like this sort of fantasy renaissance sort of stuff—get into it. It'll make slight nods to other games through like cosmetic items stuff that you would get through just being a subscriber for whiles um but it it literally gives you all of these it 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 it, it, gi- it gives you a different experience than what you're used to when it comes down to final fantasy games in my opinion it feels different which is why i got really excited when i saw the cinematic trailer for final fantasy 16 i think Cause it's not, it's not cars, like like me and the boys driving around in the car staring at a girl's ass all day. <laughs> it is actually like this is, this is just Final Fantasy fourteen but single player now, and I don't know why that got my, that that got my that that got me moving, that got me schmoving right now. Schmoving. Yeah, and I think, I think this will actually be the first Final Fantasy game actual that I will own. Okay. I mean, outside of online, but yeah, I'm having fun. I'm playing my samurai. I'm doing a lot of these, you know, weeby bullshit stuff, you know. As I'm playing my samurai, I'm beginning to notice that I have a lot more anime samurai posters that are just spontaneously appearing on my walls right now. Uh, I'm calling people it's filthy. It's happening. Yeah, I'm calling people filthy gaijin, you know, that sort of shit. <laughs> Son. Uh, what? So from, I like my ninja sword. God, so from my end, I, I finally got into a game that uh, has been, oh God, it's been blowing up among us. Now, I picked this up on Steam, and I've known about it uh, since last weekend, or you know the weekend before this recording, but this game came out all the way back in 2018, but it seemed like nobody was giving it any attention, but then all of a sudden... Here we are. Here's this game. Now, our our friends from the podcast called You Hate to See It invited me out to go play this game with them and to describe it. You've got a game of up to 10 people. Two people are imposters. The rest are crewmates. And the goal is the goal for the imposters is to eliminate or kill all the crewmates except for well, you know, bringing it down to one. If you bring it down to one, then you're, you're good. You win. If you are a crewmate, then you have to figure out who the imposter is and eject them. So it's a big old game of the thing. And you are able to, you are meant to play this through Discord as well. Mm-hmm. So you and your buddies are on a Discord voice chat. And during the, the gameplay itself, you as a crewmate, you are to do tasks so things like swiping a an ID card, like it, it's all like like small things, but they make you feel dumb when you realize, oh, I'm supposed to press this button and it's done. But it it, it, actually, it actually takes up a good chunk of your screen, which means that you are um, a sitting duck for somebody that is going to kill you. And once somebody finds a body, they report it, and then. They discuss with each other what happened and who they think the the imposter is. And so if you are an imposter, you're going to have a shitload of fun. Mm -hmm. 
especially if you're good at bullshitting people. I have actually uh, carried around myself as an imposter <laughs> and, and managed to convince people, no, no, hey, what you're saying, that sounds like something an imposter would say. Oh, Jesus. Red's <laughs> acting pretty sus right now. Cyan has been ejected from the game. Yeah, but you you got to you gotta put on your bard face and be able to actually talk to people and explain, like, make your case. There's certain ways of doing it, man. There's certain ways of doing it in real life that you can apply into this game. And I, I actually was able to play this game with Maddox uh, last Friday and like convincing the crewmates to, to eject Maddox it was stupidly fun. Jesus, I, I feel like I need to get into this game now. You do. And it, so it's only five bucks on Steam and it's free to play on Android and iOS. So like there's no reason not to get into this and you know, just just. Find a bunch of players who are willing to play the game with you, and you're going to have a good fucking time. Okay. Chill, chill. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, really, like, I, this, was a, uh, this was a pleasant surprise. With it being only five bucks, I was able to look past the idea that it actually looks like a game that you would find on Newgrounds. Ooh. Yeah, as in, like, the art style. But this this game blew up so quickly that uh, the um, the developers were in the middle of, of making uh, or working on Among Us 2, but they scrapped that because now they're going to be working on updates for Among Us. <laughs> so, in, in other words, we saved the game. <laughs> we did it, guys. Yeah. We did it. <laughs> uh, if you want to if you want to watch some gameplay of what this is like, I've been watching Nyaners on YouTube, uh, the the cat girl VTuber, mm-hmm. she's a lot of fun. It's 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 actually funny watching her in, in her antics, but she's she's actually pretty good with it. So yeah, it's a good recommendation, and uh, I hope maybe I'll play it with some of you. I'll be among you. But with that, let's get into the gaming news. Gaming news. Inspired by Google's failure of Stadia and not wanting to be outdone by Google, Amazon is releasing Amazon Luna. Now, from what I understand, Amazon Luna is geared to be another cloud streaming service, and it's currently in early access. The controller looks like the Switch Pro controller. What? Yeah. Yeah. uh, Take a look at this one here. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, so this is uh, boasting to be able to play 1080p at 60 frames per second, and 4K support is coming soon. Now, I don't have any other real details about this and how it's supposed to work, so bear with us here. As soon as we find more information, I'll definitely talk about it. I'm looking at the Luna main screen, that well, that main uh, logo uh, picture that it has. I'm seeing games listed. There's like Bloodstained, Sonic Mania, Blasphemous, Brothers, The Surge 2, Valhalla, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. I, I don't have faith in this, but. Same. Yeah, it's. I'm not going to bullshit you. So. Up next, the Xbox Series hard drive expansion is also listed on certain websites like Best Buy. So. You buy an Xbox Series S for $299. Yeah. A 500 gig drive may not cut it for a lot of people. No. So you can buy the Seagate storage expansion card for the Xbox Series X and S, a one terabyte solid state drive for $219.99. Okay. So at that point, I might as well just do an Xbox One Sorry, an Xbox Series X. Yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah, yeah. It's but I mean, and I, I might be wrong about the Series S as well. Not so much wrong as in like, I I I I took some some news about developers being uncertain about the Series S, and how they were saying that it might hold back the gaming development. But uh, it's been coming out with people saying that, no, this is not the case because the lowest common denominator is actually going to be PC. Mm-hmm. 
and Microsoft has been working to embrace the PC world. Nice. So in other words, Xbox to them is no longer going to be just the console, but it's also their their atmosphere of PC gaming. So I do want to see how that turns out. Maybe this is something I should talk about more in in a later period. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I'm a little torn about it. I'm a little torn about how I feel. Either way, uh, Doom Eternal is also coming to Xbox Game Pass. So people who have not played it, you're going to be having less and less reason to not play it. Yeah. Uh, Stev, you've played the first uh, Doom from 2016. Yes. You have yet to play Eternal. No, not yet. Oh, my God. You're in for a goddamn ride, and I want to hear every bit of it, buddy. Fine. I will I, I will buy it in the coming weeks at some point. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, up next, Xbox Series pre-orders have been selling out in Japan. Oh, yeah, this is the big one. Yeah, and I'm not talking about just the Series X, but also the S as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the PlayStation 5, you know, gra- that was like taken for granted of being sold out. But the Series from, from Microsoft, it, Japan does not have a very good history with Microsoft. Mm-mm. Usually Japan poo-poos on it and, and goes towards the, the Nintendo and Sony side of things. Mm-hmm. But to have this happen... Now, when when I told you about this, Dev, like you were bewildered because you had no idea. Like, like there's got to be something, something that is attracting the people to do so. Yeah, and so I started thinking to myself, okay, like big gaming culture in 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 Japan, VTubers. Everyone knows about the VTubers. You got your you got your biggins, Hololive, Nijisan. Uh, for a while there, it would have been Kazuna. Uh, yeah, Kazuna AI or something like that, but. It just, it took off, the VTubers did. And with them, kind of took the trend of Japan uh, when it comes down to, uh, when, it, when it comes down to gaming culture, it took Japan by storm. And so whatever games Hololive would be playing, Japan would be playing. And that, that, that was basically that the entire time. So Ark took off, uh, Minecraft took off. Uh, God, what's the other one? Basically, a bunch of these other games started taking off because these these VTubers <clears throat> started playing them pretty hard. And so that got me thinking, like, okay, is it because, like, there's games on the Xbox that, uh, that the VTubers do play? Because just like with YouTubers in America, where they tend to set the trend about what's going to be popular in gaming culture. So Fall Guys, yeah, popular for the longest time. I remember when Alpharad started playing it. And it took off. It gave him so many different views. I'm th- I'm talking about two million, three million views per video. And then Among Us came out. That that is still the streaming game. Like every streamer I know has played that game with their friends. God knows how many times. Yep. And so it just got me thinking, like, what is actually happening? That caused Japan to just like take a 180 degree turn when it came down to their views on Microsoft. I don't know. I don't think we'll ever know. Yeah, it's it's hard to now, and I have I have speculation about this, and I think it boils down to two two things here. The first being the hardware that the Xbox units are boasting, the, the you know the technology that they're going to be coming with. The ability to have ray tracing in a in a unit as small as what we have here. Um, try building a PC that is going to be able to run ray tracing on it for two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. That's that's not going to happen easily. But also the Xbox Game Pass. I think that that the Game Pass is something that is leading people to move into the side of of the Microsoft. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, when you look at it here, like for fifteen bucks per month, you're able to play it. You play your games on the Xbox or the PC, and and it's under a massive library of games. And as I have been describing, it's like a, a Netflix of games. Now, keep in mind, though, I'm not trying to shill for for the Game Pass because I'm someone that prefers to own the games that I get. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, if if I were to, to do the Xbox Game Pass, I don't feel like I would finish anything, mm-hmm. and that's going to suck. So, But, though, you do get a, an Xbox Live Gold membership with that for the 15 bucks. So for a lot of people, uh, that's actually a really fucking good deal. So let's say you buy the the Xbox Series S for 300 bucks, and you get the Game Pass. Well, then you're kind of set if you're only playing like a few games at a time, maybe. Because mm-hmm. those game installs are going to be pretty goddamn huge on the hard drive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But if if you're someone that is only playing like a, a few games at a time and you you want to be able to do live with with gold that's it's actually really a really sweet deal mm-hmm. it's i think i'm starting to understand like why they got it but at the same time it's like i don't i don't know like it's really strange for me to like look at it and just say, "All right, there's a definitive reason why they got it." But in this case, it's like I'm not seeing any big hitters in Japan. I'm not seeing Dragon Quest. I'm not seeing Final Fantasy. I'm not seeing like any of the big games that are, you know, big in Japan. It's just I don't know. There has to be something that they see in it. There's got to be a game. There has to be a game. It's not just ray tracing because computers do that. Yeah. And I mean, the PS5 does that, doesn't it? Yes. So why is it selling out as well as the PS5? I don't know why. Right. Now, keep in mind, though, I do not have numbers. So the phrase selling out in Japan is only going to mean so much. Yeah. So I do want to find numbers. I want to see numbers of what the sales have been like so far, because that might bring a better indication of like how things are actually going. So yeah, I, I, I want to, s- this is a weird market now. Mm-hmm. And finally for the gaming news, Microsoft buys Zenimax. So in other words, Microsoft bought Todd Howard's game. Oh yeah, that's right. The <laughs> ultimate, the ultimate, the ultimate Todd Howard move. Just imagine it. Todd Howard is sitting there in his giant Skyrim-themed lounge, sipping mead, and sitting in front of uh, sitting in front of his roaring fireplace with the severed heads of Imperials, just lining lining his fireplace, and a a man comes in. And he kneels down, and he bows his head. Lord Howard, what is it? They've done it. What have they done? Who has done this? Microsoft has bought Skyrim. (laughs) Todd Howard puts his meat down, and he looks back up at his ruined chess club photo. And he just sits back in his lounging chair, puts his hands together, grins a wickedly evil grin. Who's laughing now? I fucking knew you were going to bring that line. <laughs> <laughs> so, Who's laughing now? So this means a number of different things. It means that, that 343 Studios and id Software are now sister companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this also means... That Elder Scrolls Online is now owned by Microsoft. Oh, yeah. So, hey. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Now, what do you think this is going to bring? This will bring Fallout. This will bring a whole different plethora of different games to Microsoft's whole, you know, ownership. And Microsoft is... I wouldn't say notorious, but I would say they have a reputation of making, you know, good games. All right? And so now that you have Bethesda, which were the kings of RPGs, into their fold, I don't know. It feels like we're going to be getting higher quality games because Microsoft doesn't like bringing out half-ass shit, I guess. I don't really play Microsoft games, so I don't really know. So yeah, let's let's dig into that for a bit here because 
there, there's a history with this. Now, when Microsoft bought Rare, they didn't make a Banjo Three Kazooie Three. They they had Rare create Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Uh, Rare didn't make a new Conquer. Rare didn't make anything that they were known for from the Nintendo 64 era. Yeah. The golden age of, of Rare was finished as soon as, as they were done making games for the N- Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. Why Microsoft has done this with, with Rare, I do not understand. However, the track record of Microsoft with Bungie, giving us Halo, Halo 2... And and going into going until eventually three four three picked up the the franchise and started developing it, developing it. I do argue that Halo Four is a good game. I have not played Halo Five, but I understand as I understand it, it's not a broken game. It's not a clunky mess. It's just disappointing for Halo games because it's not really doing much new for them on the table here. Uh, I mean, I, but they also gave us the Master Chief Collection, which I love. I love playing on PC. I love playing the original Halo on PC again after all these years. So here's here's what I know I want to have go down. I know I want Microsoft to to come to Bethesda and say, "Hey, look. You guys are building the Elder Scrolls 6. We need you to make it less broken." And Todd Howard drops his mug of meat on the ground but it just works <laughs> falls to the ground but it just works it's gonna be 10 times bigger than Skyrim it just works non-instance dungeons and then and then Bill Gates looks at Todd Howard and says we have flight simulator this game works you have boots to fill. Just drifts. <laughs> like it, it's it's like the Thanos snap. And he just looks over at his remastered edition of Skyrim he was gonna be releasing and it disappears. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I really do think that Microsoft will very likely tell Tell Bethesda, like, we, we know you've got these games that are coming up here. You need to build these properly and get these going as best as you can before we ever put them the fuck out. I think that Microsoft is going to, to demand some quality control from Bethesda from their games. Oh, man. I can't do my glitches no more. Can't do my features no more. <laughs> so, <laughs> features. Can't have the community fix the game for you anymore. Can we do mod store? No, Todd Howard, Bill Gates, fucking throws his fucking Microsoft XP <laughs> discs straight at Todd Howard and then bends himself, bends itself straight into his fucking uh, right into his carotid artery. And he's like, uh, but, but their features, no, <laughs> to the vault alongside Windows Vista with you. <laughs> Now uh, there is a video from Razor Fist or Rage, the Rageaholic who talked about this this news that broke out, and what he was describing was that it it's not that Bethesda bought was bought by Microsoft for the Elder Scrolls Six, but instead it is very likely that Microsoft bought Bethesda so that they are able to exclusively have their back catalog in the Xbox Game Pass. I mean, it's a, it's a smart move. The Fallout series, the Elder Scrolls series, they're all really popular. Yeah. Whenever they come out, it's like people will take days off of work. They will take sick days off of work in order to like get their hands on this copy and play it to its fullest day one. Yeah. And people just love it. They don't care that it's like, you know, fucking Death Claws popping out the goddamn ground and like giving you to death. It's part of the experience. Yeah. But it's just, I think Microsoft made a really important decision when it comes down to acquiring Bethesda. Because you have 
three very popular franchises in your pocket now. Yeah. You got your Doom, you got your Elder Scrolls, and you got your Fallout. Everything else is over on the wayside right now. It, it's just... I think they are prepared to meet Sony head-on. Sony has their Final Fantasy. The West has their Fallout. Yeah. Or rather, their Elder Scrolls. Yeah, yeah. And it's just... At this point, all they need to do for the next Elder Scrolls or the next Fallout is improve the dialogue and get rid of the fucking wheel. Yeah, you if put a they, dialogue wheel in. If the Elder you Scrolls. bring it back to what New Vegas was, <sighs> boy howdy, boy howdy. Oh, wait, wait a fuck, wait a fuck. Microsoft does own Obsidian. Yeah. There's so much potential in all of this. Yeah. Holy shit. You literally... Oh, my you, God. You are one company away from getting the holy trinity of Western RPGs. What's that company? What? The, the, it's, it's fucking Dragon Age. Guys that did Dragon Age, buddy. Bioware? Bioware. I don't think that Microsoft would want Bioware at this point. If they've got it, you know what that means. That means that they, they have... Full control of what is being developed and who gets on the development team. Yeah. And so... But as if as if EA would want to give them away. No, they're not going to give it away. But like I said, it's they are two companies... They are one company away from forming the holy trinity of Western RPGs. Right now, Larian Studios, they're not going to fucking buy out. I mean, they're not going to sell out. They already have their big boy. They already have their big boys in their pockets right now. They got yeah. Baldur's Gate. They got themselves the Divinity series. So right now, they have two very big companies in their pockets. I think this generation we are going to see a giant fucking renaissance. Well. Let's talk about it, and let's talk about that in the topic of the week. Topic of the week. By the way, before we we get into the topic as well, uh, Weirdo in our Discord chat pointed something out to us here. Beyond Light, the new expansion for Destiny 2 is going to be coming out here soon. But the way that that Bungie is handling this is that instead of of just downloading the expansion, what they're doing is they're going to be having you re-download and install the game as a whole. But what's going to happen is that you're going to be having a, a an install size that is thirty to forty percent less than what it was before. So that that's kind of huge. So they're they're doing this like ten hours before the game is going to officially release and then once the download is done and the game comes out there you go you're ready to go so with that uh by the way if you want to be as cool as weirdo is join our patreon we have patreon.com slash arrogant media for five dollars per month to get access into the discord server get to listen in while we record the episodes as weirdo is right now actually so with that stev we're we're going through what feels like a paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. Do you want to leave this discussion? Because I'm, I'm not sure where to start here. So let's get into a little bit of a history lesson. This is going to be in ye olden days of the Xbox original and the PS2. So both of these consoles coexisted in peace. Each one of them kind of, you know, existed in their own little world. Okay. You know, I mean, like you got you got your Halos, you got your you got your Meta Gears, like, and both consoles had their own, you know, kind of separate ways of doing their own things. And then the Xbox 360 and the PS3 came out, and it's almost as though everyone and their mother just decided to pick sides at this point. Can I stop you there for a second? Yo, because. The Xbox was was seen by my peers as the unit f- for for kids who wanted to look like the cool older guys. 
but it was the cool other. It was the cool console, though. Like everybody was raving about Halo, because because of how mature it was. But it was super cool. It was super cool. It was super cool. I knew yeah. a kid. I knew a kid back in middle school that had the Xbox that had all of the big classics on it, and he didn't have any of the uh, any of the discs for them. So we would like after school we'd go over to his house and we'd play Halo Two co-op, and that's what we would do. God, I'm opening my white tobacco and it's so loud. Oh God! And, or like if we got bored and we needed to have like some funny hot times, we would play Conquer's uh, Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Or which is the one where you got to fight as like either the not Nazis or the not Americans? So, uh, Conquer's Bad Fur Day was the game that came out for the Nintendo sixty four, but it was uh, remade as uh, Conquer Live and Reloaded. Yeah, and that had the multiplayer. Yeah, I played the multiplayer. I was really good at it, <laughs> so that's why I, I stopped being invited over. <laughs> but it just it was. It was a fun time to be both of these things. Like, because on the Xbox, at least for me, I think I was playing Morrowind at the time on that thing. or so, I don't remember what it was, in all honesty, but there was, like, a game on there that really fucking, like, got me moving. What, so you don't know if it was Morrowind? I have no idea if it was Morrowind. The, entire, the, the entirety of, like, the early 2000s is like a hazy dream to me yeah for me i don't know whether or not i actually played certain games on for certain me things. like the big one on the xbox was uh fable yeah i think so too but i don't know i guess i never got into the rivalries between both of them because i had friends that had both the xbox and i had friends that had the uh ps2 and then there was special old stev over in the corner, playing on his GameCube, putting fucking, uh, putting fucking square cube, uh, square cubes into circles, just Yay! like saying, "I like it when the, bu- I like it when Fox goes fush fush, <laughs> I like it when Metroid goes boom." Her name's not Metroid; it's Samus. But why is it called Metroid? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh god! But it's just. It was it was fun for me. I, I I remember being on my fucking little GameCube playing Lord of the Rings and like having a jaw opening moment. Like I get to fight Ringwraith as Aragorn. I'm really cool. You want to play Halo? Nah. I want to play Aragorn. Oh my god. I was a special boy. <laughs> yeah. See, when I was when I was a kid, uh, having the uh, the Xbox, like my the kids that I was around were like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I got uh, the Xbox so I could play Halo, and they they looked at it as like, you know, Microsoft is the company you go to to play the more mature games. You know, you don't want to play the kid stuff, do you? No, so you get an Xbox. I played, I I played Knights of the Old Republic two, the Sith Wars, and I played as both a Jedi, a Jedi Master, and a Sith Inquisitor. For both of my things, or a Sith Lord. So I experienced the storyline on both ways, and I didn't know what I was doing, but I knew if I knew that I could, uh, that I had my force powers up so far that I could mind control the last boss and have him kill himself by going to fight other people, uh, by going to fight God infinitely spawning enemies. And I'm like, I'm really cool at video games. I don't know what's going on, but I'm really cool at it. <laughs> Yay! God damn it! And I was really happy. And then it just kind of like slowly dove into like, I don't know what else is happening, but now I'm in a sexy dancer outfit with a weird ass ski mask dancing in front of a hut. This is really weird. And I think that's what began like my slow, my slow descent into madness. (laughs) Cause it's like, this is hilarious. I'm going to keep this on at all times. And then I did, and then I wondered why I was dying all the time, because I didn't have armor. God damn it. <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with me, dude. But then I got into the Xbox 360, and it just it started opening up a lot more things to me. And then this is when I started noticing a weird-ass paradigm shift, for, me, for like my friends at least. Because I had the Xbox 360, so I played a lot of like single-player games. Like That was the thing that I always liked. Because no one wanted to come over and play, 
you know, my other games because I didn't have multiplayer. You know, that's probably why I wasn't popular. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, is dra- I, I'm playing Dragon's Dogma. I can go and like climb up on top of people. Oh, is it multiplayer? No. No. No, it's not. Oh. Do you want to come over and play Killzone with me? Can I jump on top of dragons? I'm my mom's calling me. I have to go home now, Steph. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm gonna go climb on top of dragons. You, 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 you do that now. Like, oh, okay. And so, after a while, it just kind of started turning into like this. Like a lot of big hitters started popping out. Like on every generation, there was this big hitter that began to, that that kind of started widening how people like looked at consoles. You were no longer a person that owned a console. You were now a person that owned the wrong console. Oh, I mean, that's just been going on ever since the, uh, the Genesis era. Yeah. But this is where I started noticing it. Cause it's like, people were talking about it a lot and they just kept saying they, 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 and whenever I try to like start discussing stuff with it, it kind of started turning into like, yeah, but at the same time, like, my game, my RPG looks a hell of a lot better than yours, but I, I, I can climb on top of a dragon. I don't care. My RPG's cooler. I can play as Big Boss. Like, I don't know what that is. I've got the Xbox 360. My copy of Skyrim works. <laughs> Those are lies and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't play it on PS3, so my copy worked. <laughs> but it, 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 and... If you lived in that generation, if you lived through that generation, you would have noticed that people were always talking about their consoles games. And they would always try and steer the conversation towards their consoles games and how good their console games were. Killzone, when it first came out, like, yeah, this is so much better than uh, than Halo. Like, I, I, I wouldn't know. I don't have that game. I can climb on top of dragons. You said that last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it just it and it and it just started like spiraling out of control in my opinion. Where it's like Yeah, Killzone Tune is really cool because it looks really cool. Like when you start getting hit, the screen st- the screen the tar- the screen starts turning black and white when you start taking more damage. Like, oh yeah, well, uh my Halo game is really intricate in its storyline and it still looks better. Oh, well, you're a fucking nerd. Like, you're a fucking nerd. (laughs) And it just spiraled hardcore. And then it started going towards, like, actually more concise and constructive comments about each one. The Xbox 360 has a lot more games on it, sure, but it's like quantity over quality. And so, again... You throw enough shit at the wall, something's gonna stick. Right. That was that 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 was the entire counter argument when it came down to Xbox. Sure, you had a lot of different games on it, but of course, you were only going to get maybe one or two quality games out of like the dozen that are coming out. PS3, like, sure, we don't have that many games, but all the games that we do have are quality, and that's really true. Like, you have your Metal Gears, you have your Kill Zones. Um, fuck, what was the other one that was big to, like back in the day? I'm trying to remember it. Heavenly Sword. Maybe? I no, don't know. No, 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 no. Okay, it wasn't that then. Uncharted. Uncharted. Again, uh, the one, one of the big games that started getting into, you know, the cinematic way of dealing of playing video games. Yep. And then Among Us, or not Among Us, fucking Christ. You the Last of Us? Goddamn, yeah, Last of Us came out, <laughs> considered a masterpiece. And it's and it and it felt like that sort of that console war was kind of a proxy for you know it it, it was kind of it was kind of a metaphor with how Microsoft dealt with their whole thing. If we get in a bunch of games, one of them is going to be really good, and the other ones are going to be okay, mediocre at best, or. Yeah, at best, unfortunately. So, to to add on to this whole thing about the console war business, uh, I did okay. So back when, God, back when I was a little kid, I, I didn't have a whole lot of friends that played video games like I did as well. Because for me, it was like sitting by myself, 
going, yay, Sonic, yay, um, frantic flea on the Super Nintendo, yay, yay. But you know, I, I didn't know there was anything like a console war back when you had the the Genesis and the Super Nintendo because mm-hmm. I was never around that. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I like I I first experienced my own console war back in yeah back when the 360 and the PS3 came out. And I didn't care about, like, which console was better to me. It was more about which one had which games. And I, I was, I remember watching videos of people uploading, you know, people uploading themselves talking about which one is better in the console war and, and saying the Wii is game for babies. Uh, it, it was, it was a weird time. I mean, it, like, it was the, the way that people discussed gaming I knew was trash back then. Mm-hmm. And and let's 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 kind of get back on track to present day right now. So now we're starting to see the whole thing coming out here. And I think Microsoft is trying to get ahead of Sony when it comes down to what they want on their consoles. So that's why they got Bethesda in my opinion. That's why they have Obsidian right now. Because they know for a fact that when they come out, they need heavy hitters to start following. Right, right. Like they already have they already have their foot in the door. Now they need to pry it open. Bethesda is gonna be that pry bar. It's gonna be the crowbar that's gonna be able to bust that door open hardcore and keep it open. Meanwhile, Sony is gonna have to rely on a lot of different exclusives. That's why they were that's why I think. Now, this is just my little conspiracy theory. I think that's why they threw out Final Fantasy 16, at least a trailer of it. We don't know how the gameplay is going to be. We just know that they that a new Final Fantasy is coming out definitively. So, for me, I think we're going to start seeing a very big resurgence in console wars. Just because... Final Fantasy Final Fantasy 16 is going to be coming out sometime in the future. And then all of a sudden now there's talks about Bethesda making games just for the Xbox and the PC. Okay. Here we go again, boys. So I'm finding that the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 are going to be extremely similar as to what they're able to do. Do, so do you think so you're thinking the console war might be more sparked by what games they have? I think it's going to be more along the lines of who's going to get the first big hitter out. That is what's going to define the winner for this generation in my opinion. Microsoft and Sony are honestly looking for what is going to be the big one. And it's going to define an entire generation of gamers, in my opinion. I predict that the PS5 is going to have that. I will counterpick and say that it will take a while for Microsoft to get up there. But when they get up there, I have a feeling that Microsoft is going to stay up there. Simply because who knows what other shit they're going to be coming out with. Again, we talked about it before. They are one. They are one company away from having the holy trinity of Western RPGs. Yeah. So yeah, we have Obsidian, we have Bethesda, New Vegas Two. They could make it happen. The, the, it, 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 it literally I, sets itself up because the Courier, like Bethesda, like Bethesda likes to pretend that new that New Vegas didn't happen. Like, cause, cause New Vegas like beat Bethesda at their own game. Yeah. Meanwhile, Microsoft can be like, no, no, you look at what what Obsidian did and you do that. Yeah, and 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 they have the power to do that. They honestly have the power that's, to do that's that. That's incredible to me. And now we are going. And, and and again, RPGs are becoming the big gaming thing. Uh, I was taking, I think, a class a couple a couple years ago, uh, when you know, like Xbox and PS4 was like kind of warring it out right now. Yeah, not not at the same kind of way, but they were talking. Uh, I was talking to a guy about it, and it's like, yeah, I'm looking. I mean, I just got the, I just got an Xbox, and I'm wondering, like, like what games like can I play that, you know, that would be, you know, 
fun to play as. And he, I'm, I'm kind of talking to a younger kid who's taking it for like his college court, I mean, sure, like, as part of as part of a high school thing. And I tell him like, I don't know. Uh, apparently, Call of Duty's coming out soon. Like, yeah, I can't play shooters anymore. It just it doesn't do it for me. Like, you I mean you're? I don't want to meet. I don't want to sound offensive, but you're kind of older, right? Like, I sure, I guess. Uh, what do you mean? You've played Skyrim when it first came out, right? Yeah. Why? Do you think I should start? Uh, like, what? What? What good RPGs are on the Xbox? I'm like, what? Like, yeah, a lot really? of my friends are starting to get into like RPGs now. Like, really now? Have you heard of a game called Witcher? No. Witcher. I'm like, okay. Couple weeks later, he comes back to me. He's like, "Dude, every one of my friends has done nothing but talk about it." <laughs> like, wow, seriously? Yeah. And so, like the younger generation, they're 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 looking for that customization. I think everyone's starting to look for that. So that's why RPGs are becoming a lot more popular. We're seeing it in pop culture, R- uh, like D and D, Pathfinder, uh, fuck, uh, GURPS, for God's sakes. Like they 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 want to create their own character and create their own stories. So I think the big one that everyone is going to be paying attention to really is who makes the grandest RPG. So you have literally two companies that are experts at making RPGs. Sure, they may they may have not liked each other before, but now Microsoft just has to say, "Make game now, kiss." <laughs> We are literally this this generation. We are going to be seeing a renaissance when it comes down to RPGs. I think you're right. We are going to be seeing some form of a Fallout game. Now, again, don't quote me on this. I don't know if it's going to be the same quality as New Vegas or if it's going to be the same quality as Fallout 4. Where I personally enjoyed Fallout 4, mainly for the base building, and then I just like mod out everything else that I don't like, and then I build my own little city in, in Fallout. It's just it's just how I always do things. Yeah, I I like I like building things. All right, I like taking my time and doing strategy shit. That's why I fucking already have God knows how many hours on Crusader Kings. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it it's turning into this whole. Okay, boss. I really, really want to see a good RPG. And I think everyone is waiting to see that good RPG. Shooters are a dime a dozen. No one cares about those because shooters are going to come out on every console in existence. God, who knows? Maybe the new Call of Duty is going to pop out on the Switch. But you know what makes a remarkable and memorable experience? RPGs. Destiny, when it first came out, memorable. Storyline was phenomenal. Destiny? Yeah. When it first came out, everyone was talking about it. The first Destiny game, everyone was about it. Cade 6, hilarious. Like, his little snippets that you would hear in, like, the hub world on Earth. Like, about how somebody, like, okay, somebody stole my speeder, and I'm just going to say this. I will find you. I will kill. Found it. I uh, I found it. Uh, disregard what I was saying before. <laughs> it was uh it was outside same place that I put it. Uh, Kate six uh, signing out. That was it. Hilarious. <laughs> and it and Destiny two big heavy hitter again. Again RPG sure might have MMO elements on it, but again RPG. Uh, Divinity Original Sin came out overwhelmingly positive. Pops out on the fucking Xbox. Holy shit. Yeah. Pillars of Eternity. Like, all of these different RPGs are starting to come out and people are beginning to take notice. Shooters are no longer the cool game. You know what's the cool game? RPGs. So when fucking, uh, what's it, the superhero one that EA tried to do. Oh, City of Heroes? No, Anthem. That's the one. Oh. Uh, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I got sad. Yeah. The roadmap for the roadmap. Uh, okay. 
So, okay, I, I want to add on to this this Renaissance bit here because we experienced what was like a, a shooter Renaissance as soon as Halo dropped and then developers realizing, okay, we can actually make a shooter game that's fucking good on the consoles. Mm-hmm. Now, some might, might argue, but my GoldenEye... No, fuck off. <laughs> Goldeneye was bad. You need to recognize it for being bad. You do not control a game like Goldeneye with a fucking N64 controller. God. Stop it. Shut up. Fucking tight controls need to go die. Yes, yes. I will stick with, with Halo being the game that brought shooters into this, this uh, well, in, into this renaissance. And, and it was all Bungie's, <laughs> it was Bungie's doing here. And... So this bled in from the Xbox and PS2 era all the way through the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. I remember for the longest time, it felt like every game I was playing was a shooter. And now, it it has not been the case for years. Because I've been spending the majority of my time with with role-playing games. Now, granted, though, did I play games like... Uh, Painkiller, you oh, you bet your ass I did. Did I spend my time playing Doom? Ugh. Yes, yes, I I did fap to that for hours upon hours. Two thousand six Doom is best Doom. Uh, what you mean like two thousand four's Doom three? That one. I love Doom three. I legitimately love Doom three. But. <laughs> But either way, though, like, yeah, the shooters died out. They no longer were cool at, at some point here. Uh, like, people were leaving the Call of Duty games because they just weren't providing anything for them anymore. Battlefield? Pfft. After Battlefield 1, like, who cares? Yeah, Battlefield 1 was fun. Battlefield 1 is fun. Yeah. But it's just... We are going to... We, we are no longer seeing a race for who gets out the most games. We are now seeing the race for who creates the one game. Who is going to claim the first exclusive big hitter of this generation? And that will define who wins this generation. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a ride. I think you're right. And I want to be on this ride. And, it's, and, and l- 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 let me say something really quick, though. Yeah, go for okay. it. I understand that fucking every single time some sort of media player comes out, the porn industry has to say, like, oh, well, this one's the best one in order to fucking play the, the fucking, you know, the porns and all yeah, that Yeah, that's shit. what I described to yeah, you. Yeah, HDTV, like, H- no, HDDV, yeah, one of those died out. Adult industry was like, I like Blu-ray. I like Blu-ray, and then everyone bought the Blu-ray. Uh, like, and then after a while, it just, like, the porn industry's like, oh, yeah, we can control the market by saying, like, the PS4 is the best one at fucking playing the, uh, getting this stuff, and then no one really cared. <laughs> and then it just kind of turned into, like, now we just want the best games. Who's going to create the best game when it comes to exclusives? Microsoft is not even done acquiring studios at this point. They're still going to do it. They're, they want more. 2025. I'm going to predict it. EA, got, EA gets bought out. <laughs> and you know what that happens? Whoever claims the last trend, whoever claims the last Triforce. <laughs> Oh God! And then there's Nintendo over there, just kind of, just saying, my, just, just saying, I like it when Mario goes Bing Bing Wahoo, spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's could that could be the best thing to happen to EA at that point, having Microsoft just buy them out. Fuck, EA needs to get their ass kicked. They've been getting their ass kicked. I don't know what you're talking about. No, they haven't. Yes, they have. Oh, yeah, that's right. Fucking Star Wars. Oh, no. Well, I guess EA gets like, to have like, money again. N- like, the new Madden is apparently dog shit, but everybody's eating it up. Of course, because fucking Madden fanboys can't fucking realize that they have a bad game on their hands. They're bad at think. They're bad at think. <laughs> the concussion gets actually projected onto their brains at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just... 
EA is going to have an aneurysm when it comes to these sorts of games. Oh, yeah. Because I have a feeling that there is going to be a point where EA creates a game. No one will care about it because Microsoft and Sony are releasing something that is better. Well, EA is going to have to do an overhaul about about uh, Bioware. They're going to have to do an overhaul of how they're, how they're fucking handling Lucas. Oh, yeah, yeah. But no, getting back into how the the role-playing games are the, the big thing right now. Like, EA's got a company that was known for shitting gold. And now it just shits. Now it just, just shits. And EA, like, EA is known for just sacking studios once they're done with them. But I, I think... I think EA might have to come around and say, hey, no, we need you to make these games for us. We need them to be good. Please. Please, for the love of God, give me Space Marine 2. Give me Space Marine 2. Release THQ from your clutches. (laughs) Give it to someone who cares. I want a good 40K game. Yeah, yeah. You know what I got instead? What's that? Broken. Thanks, Paradox. Fuck you. <laughs> I think Games Workshop should just work with Microsoft on having a game built. They, they have, they've sold all of their IPs to other people at this point. Uh, of course they did. Because, like, they're not selling it to big game companies. They're not. They're they're selling it to a lot of these smaller people because all they want and all they care about is honestly just exposure to a wider audience. So when people start getting into 40k again, that's when they'll probably start saying to themselves because right now they're releasing stuff by themselves and it's everyone says oh well it's gonna be shit like but no people are gonna be talking about it yeah they're gonna they're gonna somehow find out that there is an actual tabletop and there's an entire like book series or like multiple series of books in the 40k universe in the age of sigmar universe uh games workshop literally only sells their ips so that way they can get people to buy their minis that's why they're creating a tv show that's why they're creating a movie so that way more people can start talking about it you know what could happen is down the road from software makes a re- makes a new well releases a new trailer for Elden Ring and then we come to find out that's it, it's an exclusive people will be shitting themselves <laughs> like, like Elden Ring Xbox exclusive Epic Store only oh, oh, oh no no, no. <laughs> oh Okay. Uh, and today we all die. <laughs> but yeah, let's let's see what happens here. I, I mean, I, we're at a point where I, I'm I'm actually like excited for a console again. That hasn't happened in so long. Same. Like, the, I'm gonna call it out this this generation that we're currently in. It was shit. Yeah. the The PS4 and the Xbox One era, it it, it was shit. It's what helped push me to realize that, like, yeah, um, the PC gaming era end of things, it actually is a lot better. It really is. But now it feels like the companies are starting to, are like, trying. They're trying now to give us something that is going to go along with us for the future for the next, like, eight years. And now we're starting to, I, I think if... I'm to believe this. We're starting to see kind of a resurgence of demos. You know what I, you know what I mean? Oh, please, yeah. So when demos start making a resurgence, that's when you that's when you know that people are starting to care about their games. Fucking Destroy All Humans has a demo out right now yeah. that allows you to play their game and try it out. Okay. And it's fun. And it's fun. It's so much fun. Yeah. Too bad I have other games that I really wanted to play at the same time. Oh fucking a! So do I. Oh, Otherwise, God. I would I would snatch up Destroy All Humans and bu- and play right now. I will I will tell you this right now. The exact moment Destroy All Humans two comes out, I'm buying that as well, and I'm going to be spending all day playing it. Yeah, I'm uh, going to find a way to hook up my Xbox 360 controller to my computer, <laughs> so that way I can play Destroy All Humans two 
on my computer. Yeah. The way it was meant to be played. At the moment, though, I, I'm going through the Devil May Cry games, and as soon as Baldur's Gate 3 drops, I'm not going to play anything else for a while. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. So let's go ahead and wrap this up then. Guys, thank you very much for listening to this episode. If you like what we do, go to facebook.com slash arrogantmedia. Give us a like and give us a follow there. And we also have patreon.com slash arrogantmedia for $5 per month. Get access into the Discord server. And until next time, fall damage. Mr. Howard? Yes? Microsoft bought us. Excuse me? They they bought Bethesda. And uh, they have a a list for us. What's in this list? Make make Elder Scrolls 6. Make Fallout. And... I don't know if I should say the last part, sir. What is it, my child? Work with Obsidian again. (laughs) 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 (laughs)